You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. So there is a famous Indian uh, Native American um, idea that whenever you're sick, you need animals to help you. Um, Not only were the tribes that lived on the coast and with higher levels of animal foods granted from the sea, um, did better health-wise than some of the other cultures who were trapped with only corn or only this or, you know, like less variety or less access to animal foods in the sea, Um, you know, different climates. There was a lot of variation there. But one thing was true is that um, the animals were their sacred source of medicines. You know, all of our glandular medicines in the modern world, like, you know, uh, you think of glandular now. I mean, you don't really think of like cod liver oil, even though, you know, it's an organ. But you don't really think of all the other organ meats and things we eat, which also could be kind of in that category. But the glandular system, you know, we used to give like adrenal cortex and there was things that we got. I mean, even insulin used to be, you know, like before we had. Um, you know, insulin before it could be made synthetically. Um, it was given through pigs. It was a pig insulin. That was how we got it. And before that, you know, we had to re- resort to other means, um, like high fat, low low carb, and, and people had to do other things to try to get around some of these things. But, um, but the this whole notion that um, that animal, that, you know, veg, you know, this whole like movement where they say, oh, you have to eat your fruits and veggies. You have to eat your fruits, eat five veggies a day, five fruits, a day, you know, all of this madness. I mean, not only is everything treated and sprayed and I can't even find something organic at the grocery store that doesn't give me some sort of reaction, you know, whether that be jagged stools or different types of things that you can tell that it's something in the food. Um, but uh, or you've gotten used to this food, which a lot of people have. I lived in France for 15 years, and so coming back here, there's a stark difference in soil adaptability that I'm having compared to someone else. And then on the other flip side, I was like watching this line of people line up for this like soy, soy-fed chicken place at the farmer's market where they feed their chickens a lot of soy, and it's not the, you know, it's... It's it's not that they put that out there, but I know that because I asked that question. And you see all these people lining up for it. The stuff made me sick, like I had indigestion. And um, but you know, you see all these people lining up for it, and I was like, well, what's the difference between me and them? I mean, they seem to be okay with it. And I realized that the difference is maybe they have a lot of worms, you know, or maybe they have other parasites. Maybe they're all sharing the same parasites. And that's why I realized that I don't eat a lot of spicy food since I lived in France for 15 years, nor do the French. Now, what is spicy food? You know, what was its one of its main functions back in the old days? Well, one of the main functions outside of certain climates where you, you use spicy food to, to battle metabolism and certain things, you know, it helps pick things up to that degree. But the truth is, is it's the heat. So the heat creates parasites and and eggs and worms and all this reality in the food or contamination through bacteria and, you know, lack of refrigeration. So all of those play into each other. 
But um, and so those places need the spice. So the spice kills that bacteria, or it kills you know um, the the eggs or or whatever's in there. And so it allows you to eat that um, that product. And so you know this idea that um, you know that um, that we're only eating like fruits and vegetables um, comes back because it's basically like okay, we're, we're eating all this food um, and it's actually not helping us with cancer. It's not helping with any of those things. The glyphosate, other things are involved there. And so, um, so it's like, you know, realizing that, like I said, I'm not the same as everyone else here. So I'm trying to see where they're at. Maybe they have certain parasites. Maybe those worms and the things that they're having are eating up some of that soy protein that I can't digest. Maybe that's why they, everybody's like falls is, is in love with a bathtub filled with chips and salsa in America. And I'm not, maybe that's why everybody's seeking out all of this spicy food all the time. And I'm not because they also are, are beyond the level of sobriety in the body, meaning they can't tell what's happening in there. So they just keep it coming, you know? And so, um, so that is, there's a truth there and, 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 you know, trying to help people find the way out of that to get back to something more sober. You know, I, I remember telling some guy once about the jagged stools and so, and he's like, dude, I have like Crohn's disease, like, dude, we're done. And there's a lot of people like that. They're done. Like they can't get back to a solid ground and solid poo and solid like you know perfect poo do you know what that is it's like where you have no wipe no nothing and everything is like the right color the right shape the right you know how many people are having that you know not a lot and um or they've just you know like dogs they just reverse engineer the technology of how to create the the look of that poo without helping the person so dogs become literally overloaded with ash and all these type and synthetic vitamins in all their food, especially ash and synthetic vitamins. And so as they age, you know, they have all these articulation issues because of all the ash, but they've done that in order to create that reverse engineered perfect poo. You know, when you start feeding to animals in a more natural way, their poo isn't perfect. It can be solid, but it's not like perfect in that sense. Like, perfectly round and exact shaped and all this kind of stuff. It can have like varying shapes, but still be the right color and whatever, um, and the right consistency. So, um, just learning, you know, I'm a naturopath, so I read these types of signs and they're very important. So you shouldn't forego them. Um, and so like, you know, learning about that's one side of the formula is where everybody's at. And, and then the second side of the formula is, what's happening with you know the animal foods is the is actually what's going to help those people to heal so you need the broth you need the gelatin you need the butyric acid uh from the gaps diet we're talking about all these things that help repair the intestines and repair the epitheliums and the vitamin c coming from natural sources you know the number one source of vitamin c back in the old world was was raw milk you know and all of these things the farmer's market people went to the farmer's market for raw milk that's one of the reasons they went was for milk and eggs and bread. And now those three items uh, um, are hard to find at those same markets, especially not hard to find, but hard to find raw, 
uh, hard to find of high quality, hard to find soy free eggs, hard to find non soy free eggs that we just replace the soy with genetic uh, peanut protein, um, or we just feed the 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 chickens with just all can- they call it candy. That's a slang term for the food. Feed them with candy instead of letting them you know proliferate and find worms and and do that. And the only way that can be done is is if you, if you get them where they're on a farm that actually has cows or other animals where they can follow that that path and eat those worms coming from the dried excrement, things like that. So it's like if you don't get those right combinations, you end up getting vegetarian animals and soy fed, etc. So it's all about following the animal in the right way. You know, the animal, you know, look at those feet of those chicken. That's not a vegetarian. That is a freaking T-Rex or a lizard with feathers on it. You know, it's pterodactyl. Like that thing's ready to eat. And they will eat. If you give them a mouse, they'll tear it to shreds, you know, if they're not domesticated to some degree. And so anyway, um, we have to use the animals to heal. And so this is what the American Indians knew. And it maybe if you get well and you can detoxify all this stuff and you make it to point zero and you're just like amazing, then maybe you can start becoming a vegetarian at that point, you know, because you're, you're, or you're getting, you know, for, from some spiritual level, there's some sort of, um, you know, um, overcoming of that, uh, reality through, through understanding your dependence, acceptance, and, and moving on from there. there, that is possible. The body may teach you that, but not the mind. I mean, the mind's not going to orient you there in the sense that you have to listen to your body and listen to what it needs. And, and then you're not a slave to the body, but it's like learning how to, you know, um, move towards the foods that you you need. Like, you know, if a woman's on the, you know, having her period and she wants a steak all the time, but she won't go there because she's like, thinks that steaks are bad for you and especially if it's a high quality steak well then she could be ruining her health in that moment until she comes from a different place that's what i'm saying these things can be undertaken even vegetarianism can be undertaken but it has to be coming from a totally different place and i haven't really seen that place too much in my current life because i feel like everybody's not coming from that real place they're coming from a hyper spiritual, like I got this or, um, you know, like some sort of arrogance. It's not really coming from them listening to understanding, like all the stuff I'm telling you, they understand the dependence. They know where to find liver and, and kidney and all that in case their child, there's a, there's a, uh, you know, economic fallout and their child needs vitamins. They know where to find those vitamins. You rarely find that type of mind is as the type of mind who's going down these vegan paths or anything else. So when you find me the person who can have that type of mind and be a vegetarian, then I'll believe that vegetarian finally. But until then, um, you know, that's not happening. And so um, those people are very far and few between or few and far between. So anyway, the animals is how we heal especially when you get sick. And so going through all these like alternative cancer treatments and all these other things that are all based on juices and, and vegetables and veggies and veggies and, you know, whatever it is, like it is not going to work. The animal heals you. Broth would have healed that person much faster. Um, so would high level K2 coming from 
foie gras, which is totally unallowed to even say that word in front of a vegetarian. But like this is where the, you have to know where the vitamins are. And so those true vitamins actually will help the person much quicker and faster because the animals already converted them and the energy that's gained thereby becomes the energy for your health. It's the energy that repairs the things in the body. You know, you're not going to repair your organs and kidneys with like Rice Krispies and quinoa. quinoa. You're going to need some organs, some liver and some things like that um, unless you've moved beyond that reality and you've understood it to a deep degree. So anyway, that's all I got on this one. Thanks. Come check us out if you like that um, at theheartoftradition.com for more tips, tricks, books, podcasts, all for free.